Hello and welcome to The Book Album, your place for everything related to reading and language. I'm your host, Mackenzie Gens. Now, bookmark that book and let's begin. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Hello and herzlich willkommen zu unserem Podcast. Today, we are continuing the tradition of reviewing German books or German items in English. This book is one of those that pretty much everyone I meet as a native speaker of German has read. A lot of them have read it in their school times or they hear about it later and they think, oh my gosh, like I should definitely read this. Um, it's just a book that has had an amazing impact on the German-speaking world. And it is a book of literature, which is why it's perfectly settled for this program, the book album. Let's talk about some reasons why I read this book. The main reason I read this book was because, as I often do, if I find a gap in my knowledge, I do my best to try to fill it. And in this case, my gap in knowledge definitely relates to language training and also foreign or second language training in the German-speaking world, as in what literature do students who are learning German as a second language or German as a foreign language read in classrooms? Um, this book comes up very often. Um, as I said before, a lot of German students, when they're teenagers, read this book. The main characters are, I think, tweens or early teens, like 14, 15 years old. Um, and so they often will read that in school here in Germany around that age. But also, I think this book is perfectly situated for adults as well. I enjoyed it tremendously, like, tremend wait, tremendously? Immensely. <laughs> yes. Um, I really enjoyed reading this book. It's so, it's written in such a, an immediate style that's very easy to read. I super enjoyed um, the different characters, getting to know them. It's a very plot-driven book as well. So there are a lot of locations where like I, as a second language speaker, or I'm sure a lot of other speakers out there wouldn't recognize around like the Germany area, Berlin area. Um, but at the same time, it's not about necessarily like the actual places that these teens travel. It's a lot about the relationship between them, these two young boys, and also about the plot, how they're moving the plot forward, what's happening to them, who else they're interacting with, etc. More initial impressions of the book. I should probably talk a little bit about the plot before I <laughs> get into so many initial impressions that you're like, this book sounds great, but what is it? <laughs> so the plot of the book is essentially two young boys. One is named Chick and the other is named Mike Klingenberg. And they are on a school vacation. Just there's no school, school that's out. Um, one of their classmates, the beloved Tatiana, hosts a party, which basically everyone but these two um, 
is invited to, are invited to, and they end up befriending each other in this very, um, I would say, conflict-heavy way, as many young boys do, and um, Mike finds Jake annoying a little bit and like kind of getting on his nerves and um, Mike discovers that one of Cheek's skills, shall we say, is stealing cars and <laughs> being able to turn a car on without needing a key and without owning that particular car. So they end up stealing a car and going to a destination where they essentially have no idea where it is. They know that it's real, although there's some question about that in the beginning. And um, they just set off and the rest of the book is an adventure like you would expect. They do get into some very tricky situations, for example, with the police and they end up finding another homeless young person, young woman, um, who introduces a lot of like romantic tension and things of that nature into the book. And there's um, a lot of wonderful things as well that happen. They end up finding this place in the wilderness with all these trees and they get to kind of like leave their mark on the trees and they say like, oh, we're gonna come back in like 20 years or however many years and revisit this place um, together and relive some of the experiences we had on the road. Um, they learn a lot of crazy skills like <laughs> siphoning gas and <laughs> just craziness and they have these very almost philosophical conversations which I really liked because they it gives credit to younger people and younger adults um, I guess they're not young adults yet, but younger individuals, um, which I feel like as a young individual myself, I often didn't hear adults talking about people like me as people who were philosophical and smart and had a lot of, you know, really interesting and creative ideas about the world. I just heard that like, oh, there's so much more to learn. And I really liked that there was a perspective shift in that these two young individuals had so much to offer and give within the narrative of this story. I also found the story itself quite unexpected, the way that it twists and turns. Perhaps someone who was socialized in Germany would have a more I have a better sense of how the story would turn out, but for me it was totally unexpected. There was a lot of like events and things that happened or turned out a different way than I expected, and I really enjoyed that because the different events and the different possibilities of the book really came through at the end, and when I was looking back at the whole book at the end, when I was finishing the last chapters, reading it, um, it really like helped make the book seem like an experience in itself and seem like, wow, I actually have gone through a lot with these characters. I've actually um, done a lot with them, which is something that I really admire in young adult fiction, that there's just a lot that you have to go through <laughs> before you get to the end of the book. Um, this is certainly the case with Graceling um, and beautiful creatures and like, I don't know, maybe even Twilight to a certain extent. Twilight's more character-based though, 
Um, yeah, it's certainly the case with other young adult fiction. I just think this one is just so compact, the way that these events come one right after the other. I think the chapters are organized really well. Again, the style is so easy to read that it really helps with the storytelling aspect and making these young boys jump off the page in a sense. Also unexpected for me was that there was an overarching message or maybe even goal of the book, which is enjoy your life, be present, live in the moment. Um, you never are guaranteed tomorrow, that kind of uh, sentiment. And, you know, the end message really came through the woodwork about halfway through the book, I would say, when the boys started, you know, experiencing a lot more and going, you know, out basically into the middle of nowhere with their cars, like, this message just kept poking out of the woodwork, kept coming up in random bits and places throughout the book, and I think ultimately it was a very effective narrative for bringing that message back to the reader, especially at the end of the book when it's most important <laughs> to have something to remember. Let's talk about the themes. So right, this is a young adult fiction book. This is young adult genre. It's not really meant for mature audiences in terms of like how a bookstore would characterize it. However, I really thought that this book was especially made for adult people because, so there is some like semi-explicit content, which like certainly is the, the amount that was in there is similar to other YA books, especially like Twilight, for example. Um, but my overarching question about the more adult themes that come up, especially the philosophical themes about life and death, for example, themes like, for example, Mike's mother is an alcoholic um, and his father is cheating on her mother while she's in the clinic for alcoholism. You know, there's just a lot of like adult themes that these kids do recognize and are starting to untangle. But I think what's interesting is that the characters themselves don't understand their own naivety. And I think in turn, the target audience doesn't understand not only their own naivety, but also the character's own naivety. And... I think that aspect of this metacognitive or meta-narrative aspect really helped my reading of the book um, to make it something that was even more deep, so to speak, um, where I had a lot to grapple with throughout the reading and after the reading of the book, whereas, you know, there's a lot of like storytelling elements in the book that younger audiences could focus on. But I'm not sure they could get that deep in terms of, okay, let's talk about the lack of self-awareness that these boys are seeing. I think, at least from what I can read, the way this book was intended was to kind of get into the minds of someone who, of people who are younger, you know, and to kind of like emulate that experience. But I don't know if that intention went as far as to metacognate on that existence. So again, the primary question I had after finishing the book was 
do kids of this age who often read this book have the metacognitive ability to process some of the more difficult psychological themes of the book and philosophical themes of the book. So there's a lot of like irony in, in that, how <laughs> the kids kind of like think they're self-aware and they think they're smart, but in fact, like in the actions that they think are most self-aware or like most intelligent are their worst mistakes <laughs> or their most like blind mistakes, you know? Um, and I think another maybe secondary aspect of what makes this book perfect for younger uh, or for older, excuse me, older audiences is that there are so many references in the book. There's references to like different political things and different like geographical things, intercultural things um, that are very like German specific. They're very like uh, period specific sometimes as well. And so what I picked up on to a certain extent was that like there's so much intertextuality going on in this book that I don't think with unless it was directly taught that the kids reading this would be able to pick up on. It's not necessarily a critique about you know who's reading the book, how it's being taught. I think a lot of these important references would be just directly taught. But I also think it's an argument, or there's an argument to be made for this book coming up into older um, classrooms. The last question I want to discuss with regard to the book is, is the plot plausible and does that matter? I've discussed a lot what it means to, what it would mean for this book to play a role in older language classrooms, right? Classrooms with students who are a little older learning the language. For example, I learned the language after I was an adult, um, I guess a legal adult. I learned it at 19. And so it was, this would have been the perfect book for me, one of the perfect starting books for me in the sense that it's a pretty like easy read language wise, but it's a very beautiful language that the author's writing with. But at the same time, these complex themes would have really intrigued me and given me a lot to think about as an adult. Um, in a way, you know, and I would have had maybe access to those themes and to those complex thoughts in a way that I wouldn't have um, had when I was 14 or 15. But in terms of if the plot is plausible or not, right, it's fiction, like, I get that this is like contemporary slash realistic fiction, like, I guess it kind of doesn't matter if the plot is plausible in that sense, nor really does it matter whether the intentions of the book were to, again, highlight these metacognitive issues or not, or whether the intentions of the book were to be directed to a specific target audience or not. But I think that for me, one of the big questions that I thought about was the plausibility of the book. I think the implausibility of the book, that is like, right, the like magic, like alignment of circumstances that these two boys had in order to even be able to meet up and to steal this car and to literally have it for so long and 
to kind of meet different key people and different key circumstances in the exact right timing in order to continue this journey for as long as they did. Like that made the book very entertaining. And I think in that way, like it's plausible as a narrative just because these characters are very uh, instrumental to the plot, right? So without these specific two boys, I don't think the narrative would be very plausible. Like, if I was one of the main characters, there's no way I could have pulled this off. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm way too much of, like, at least at that point especially, I was, like, way too much of a do-gooder. Like, I would have never entertained this idea, right? Um, I am very resourceful like these two boys, but again, I don't think it would have happened for me. <laughs> and so, you know, I think in that sense, like, especially because of the character-driven nature of this novel it is definitely plausible. On the other hand though, you know, in terms of like the relatability aspect of this novel for younger kids who are 14 and 15, I'm not sure that I would have related to this book as well at that age, which is again another reason why I'm arguing that this book should definitely be taught for adults more. Um, I think it already is definitely in more adult language classrooms, um, but yeah, I just think it's such a good mix of these literary elements, as I said, the characterization, the plot, the narrative, the actual writing being as beautiful and literary but also as approachable as it is. Um, the pacing is also really interesting in the book. Um, he tends to, the author, do this thing that Arl Stein does, which is he increases the pace at the end of each chapter, so that it's kind of a page turner in that sense. I think that's also really good for learners of any age, because having those little wins of each chapter and then having, of course, the big win of, fin big win of finishing a book in another language, you know, that's really important. And... I think these other elements of uh, the, again, metacognitive stuff and also um, things to think about and relate to as an individual, whether that happens for 14 and 15 year olds today, I can't answer, <laughs> but um, overall, I think this was a highly enjoyable book. I hope you enjoyed this very back and forth discussion of Chic. Um, I really, again, enjoyed reading this book and I enjoyed preparing the episode for you. If you would like uh, to leave a comment about this book, if you read this book, if you think it sounds like it should be incorporated in more adult language learning situations, if you don't think it should, Leave your opinions for me at relevanceofliterature.com slash notes under the show notes for this episode. Thank you.
If you enjoyed the episode and would like to hear more from us, we've done everything from Shakespeare to Dracula. There really is a show and a series for everyone, so I'd recommend checking out our website at relevanceofliterature.com under the ongoing series tab for links to our entire back catalog of episodes, as well as any current goings-on of our show. If you are looking for even more content, we also have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash relevanceofliterature. Thank you so much for your support, and we'll see you next time.